Hello, welcome back to Board Draw. I hope you all had a very Merry Christmas and enjoyed all the festive football. Hope you're two sizes larger and two sizes happier. Exactly. I hope everyone had a Merry Christmas and big thanks for 9k subs. That's mega. Yeah, it's big. Big 9k subs. That's 10k soon come. I mean, I think this time last year we were on like... A couple of hundred. So Maybe less. That's nuts. Shit be moving. But we're here as kind of like a yearly... Well, it's not like a yearly roundup. It's a half season point. It's a ritual that happens every half season where everyone in their heads creates their own Premier League team of the seasons so far. And that's exactly what we've got for you here today. Me and Roz have, uh, on a whim, whipped up some very ropey... I've gone rogue, so in the comments, get at me. I'll be in the comments battling you all off. So, yeah, we've got our team of the seasons. Let us know yours in the comments after you've heard ours. I I think the uh, sort of like the standards go for 4-3-3. Three, three. I have gone for 4-3. Three, I've three. mashed that, gone straight for a 3-5-2. Shambles. Can't be held... But no matter contained. what formation you've got, you have to have a goalkeeper. Who have you got in goal, Luke? I've, uh, I've wimped out on this one a little bit. I was stuck, stuck between a few. Um, but the only one who really challenged my other keeper was Vicario. But um, for me, it has to be Alisson, I think. Alisson? Yeah, I, he, I think he's had one bad game this season. Against Man City. That was a stinker. Um, but the rest of the season, he's been top he, form again. He is the best goalkeeper in the world. And the few games that he was out for... You noticed it. 100%. Liverpool looks far shaky from the back. He he just, he's like such an aura keeper as well. He's got that, 100%. like, just that calming sense to him. And he's just good. I'm he still just... not sold on that Liverpool defence because every game I watch Alisson make one or two world-class saves. But that's not to the detriment of Alisson because he turns up and makes those saves. That's to the detriment of the defence, which we can talk about. But yeah, Alisson every week. He's got to be worth so many points this season just <laughs> just on his own. What so. a player. Yeah, but who you got? I've got Tottenham's Vicario. I think yeah. it's quite a nice storyline because at the start of the season, I said I wasn't sold on him. Mm. The more I watch him, I think he, him, like Alisson, every game I watch him make two or three world-class saves. And that's another thing like we can talk about the Spurs defence and why they're letting in so many chances. But... That keeper is there making those saves, game in, game out. I haven't actually watched him drop a stinker this season. No, he's he's had a few like world class performances. Yeah. That game against Chelsea where they went down to nine men was one of the like ones. The f- that... Only game I can think he was a little bit dodged was his first game of the season, but that's like first game season in the Premier League. No one knew what he was about. Exactly, as well. but ever since then, and maybe that's what made me judge him quite quickly. But yeah, I think he's so solid. And you'll probably be surprised, I've got quite a few Spurs players in my team. Ooh, I don't think I think I've got Uno. All right, okay. I'll move on to my right back then. Continuing the Spurs train. I want Pedro Porro. Yeah, like him. Another player I wasn't really sold on. Um, He came in, and I think he came in and played under Conte, and they didn't really know what to do with him. He's definitely an out-and-out attacking fullback, but he was asked to do too much defending. Now they've got Basuma back in the team, who's covering that defensive duty more. Pedro Porro is, like, blossoming into quite a... An astute buy, and I'll hit you with some stats. Five assists. That's solid. Yeah, he was he was a bit of a rogue player last season. He didn't really get his, his look in under Conte. Yeah. Uh, especially, which was weird because we thought Conte would be utilising those wingbacks a lot. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think he's he's phenomenal going forward. So, so And third most tackles as well in the league, which is uh, another 
interesting stat because, yeah, like I was saying, I think he's so good going forward, but I was a little bit like unsure about his defensive ability. But that defensive unit at Spurs is a bit more sure under Ange. And yeah, I like him. I think he's probably... I, I think there's a discussion to be had about the fullbacks in the Prem this season. I don't think they're that great. But yeah. I think Pedro Porro is the best right back in the league at the moment. Yeah, I mean, we've seen the fall off of the likes of Rhys James has fallen off a cliff, yeah. just permanently injured. Trent right, uh, not Trent, Trippier right Trippier now is, is like the worst a... run of form I've ever seen. Yeah. Because he could have been best right back in the league. He started off so good. Oh, mate, if it wasn't for like the last four weeks, yeah, he would have been, been so bad really. <clears throat> Who else we got? Uh, Carl Walker. So you haven't got fullbacks, do you? No, I haven't. I, if I was going to a fullback, I would have gone for Trent, I think. Just because I think he's really picked up this season from where he left off last. Even at the beginning of the season, he had he wasn't playing yeah, as well. agreed. Um, and we saw it in the game against Burnley yesterday. No, it's not saying much because it's Burnley, but he played that wide role quite well. Mm. Um and defensively, he was solid against uh, the tricky wing. And he's had a few clutch moments, hasn't he, against City? Um, yeah. That free kick last minute in whatever game that was. We've seen a little bit more of that Trent of old, which is really yeah. nice. Shall I hit you with my last fullback? Then? Yeah, and hit, then we can hit do with your left fullback. I'll run off to so this, my last Spurs player. I've got three Spurs players. Vicario, Pedro Porro and Destiny Udogi. Yeah, for me, Udogi has to be the left back. Best left back in the league as well. I think one of the most chances created in the league. Uh, he's got a decent amount of assists. Good defensively, does that inverted role that Andrew wants quite well. And another player that Spurs got but didn't really get into the team, went back on loan to Udinese, came back. Quality player. I really like what him and Pedro Porro are doing. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. I think um, I've, only, I've got one Spurs player left in my team, but Adogi for me was, if I'd gone for a four at the back, would definitely yeah. be in there. All right, hit me with your centre back. Who else are you going to go for? Yeah, that's saying. what I'm saying. I was like, right looking at Zinchenko. The last couple of game weeks, he's been shit. Um, Mikalenko is the one yeah. player that I was looking at, maybe. Maybe Dinya? Yeah, or Dinya's a shout. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think Udogi's just consistency throughout the season so far. Who do you want? My right centre-back? Yeah, sure. I can probably guess it. Who? Ezri Konza. Yeah, I have Ezri Konza slash Pau Torres. Because okay. I'm i sat on the fence here. This guy is living on the fence. Mate, yeah. Three no, in the back, they're both the They're both just so good. I'm going to go for Konza, though. Because I like the fact that he's got his England call up as well. Off the yeah, back of it. Yeah. He's had less time injured this season. I think he's played every game. I was close to putting him right back. But he's been outrageous. Yeah. Uh, we made a video earlier this year where we said, how do we fix Man United? And one of my players I picked was Esri Concert. He is, yeah, hit um, a new level this season. Yeah, it? fantastic. And I really think he's given himself a real good shout to push for a spot in that uh, Euro team. Yeah, 100%. But what a player. It'll be interesting to see how they do with Diego Carlos well yeah at the moment Consa they're playing kind of like a concert right back with Diego Carlos and Pau Torres as the centre backs and then Matty Cash is like a right winger he's, he's so far advanced so it's interesting but yeah I really like Ezra Consa yeah. I think he's out of the three maybe barring Pau Torres but they're, they're close he's like the ball best ball progressor in that team he's just solid back. he's so good so yeah such a good yeah such a good, good centre back yeah alright I'll hit you in my centre back pairing got him Saliba and Gabriel Okay. Okay. I said this to my brother pre uh, doing the video. He was like, "Oh, I can't believe you've got no Van Dyke." And I was like, "Nah, I'm sick of hearing Van Dyke's name in this conversation." Arsenal went to Liverpool, and our centre backs dunked on the heads of the centre backs at Liverpool. Yes, and uh, if anything, I'd say Canate was a better centre back than Van Dyke that game. Canate was Canate and Joe Gomez when Joe Gomez yeah, came on. Yeah, but yeah, I just I don't know. I think Van Dyke is good, but at the elite upper echelon table. It's Gabriel and Saliba. Best centre-back pair in the league. Most clean sheets in the league. Least XG conceded in the league. Um, Gabriel got stats here. I think he's third most clearances in the league. 
yeah, most clean sheets. Sixth most blocks for Gabriel. Dangerous from a corner as well. Dan- both of them get goals from corners. They're both young. That is, in my opinion, the best centre-back in world football at the moment. The uh, best centre-back pairing in world football at the moment. In world football. Come at me in the comments. Ooh. Right, Luke, who are your centre-backs? I've got, uh, I've got the Rolls-Royce himself, big Gabriel Saliba. Gabriel Saliba, William Saliba. He is. Oh, so Gabriel Saliba. <laughs> that would be a subset of mine. Yeah, I've got William Saliba. Yeah, what guy? Gabriel's hard done by to be left out of my team. Well, I was close to not having him, but then I thought, fuck it. But I've, I've gone, gone for Virgil van Dijk. Yeah. Because I think if you were to pick on paper right now, yeah, if you could pick two centre-backs, just by name, yeah, it's got to be them. And van Dijk had an absolutely torrid season last year. He's sort yes. of done what I've said about Trent. He's come back this season. And it's, it's a bit understated what he's done. Really sure. Like, I think Liverpool and Arsenal had the joint best defensive record in the league. Potentially, yeah. Um, I think Arsenal got one more clean sheet. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, but for me... I like him, though. He is good. Th- th- I, he's he's stepped piss. back up again. Yeah. And there's a reason why they're, as we as of filming this now, they're top of the table. Yeah. Arsenal with a game in hand. 100%. And like Gabriel Saliba, he's a goal threat. He gets goals. Marshall's that defence. Alongside a changing partner. Like, you see, it's either... Canate recently they've been playing that Quanta. Yeah, yeah, he's been really good. I like him. So, I yeah. really like Joe Gomez at left back. Same. He came he, on against when Arsenal. When he comes on and cuts into it on his right foot, he's proper good. Well, I was saying this fucking for time is that they need to get someone in that mold. The only problem with Joe Gomez playing there is that he doesn't. He's not left footed. But if you can get someone in that mold that's big, fast, strong, then you do that free centre back. So and Trent will do. In. And yeah, so it's it's that kind of vibe, but. If I can get Joe Gomez doing that, 100%, I think he's a player. But yeah, Van Dyke, what guy? Yeah, unbelievable. Right, I've got two DMs. You stink, mate. I've got one. Oh, it's going to be the same guy, isn't it? Declan Rice, Declan what Rice. a fucking guy. Best signing of the summer. Best player in the Premier League, I'd say, right now. There's, We say this so many times. There's no way you make a £100 million signing look cheap. But with Declan Rice, he's making that £100 million signing look cheap. Yeah, I'm finding it hard to disagree. Third most clearances in the league. Most man of the matches for Arsenal. He's just going under the radar, but every game, and we say this on the pod so many times, his baseline is like 8 out of 10. Yeah. And then he'll drop 9s and 10s when he needs to. But his baseline is 8 out of 10. Yeah, he's a, he is an outrageous player. And he's just he just exudes class, isn't he? I just I, I can't see how England don't win the Euros with Declan Rice and Jubilee Declan Rice. Field. Oh, nuts. quickly, just off topic, Declan Rice and Ross Barkley. Are we going to entertain that? I liked Ross Barkley. Ross Barkley well. is balling out. Yeah, moment. he's a he's a baller. And that profile of player is exactly what we need. Yeah, get Andrews Townsend in there as well, mate. mate. Come on, just do a throwback season. <laughs> Ashley Young playing. Yeah, come on. But right. Yeah, hit me with your other DM then. I uh, so I've got Rice and I've got Douglas Louise. Yeah, I like it. I've got Douglas Louise as well. Then I might as well talk about it. He's my centre mid. Yeah. Side, yeah. So more advanced, yeah. Uh, he's so good, so so good. Five goals, three assists. Understated. One of the most in like he's like in the Aston Villa team is like one of the most defensive midfielders in that team. But he's he, yeah, he chips in with goals, assists, set pieces. He's so good, and that Aston Villa team is flourishing at the moment. And he's one of the key reasons. Hundred a pa- hundred million pound, hundred pounds, yeah, hundred pounds. I've got a cold. I can't think straight. But yeah, hundred million pound price tag slapped on his head. He's a good player. Yeah, I think that's if you get eighty five, I think you take that. Hundred percent. He's but he's probably around an eighty million pound player for me. He's so good, so good. Right, who's your third centre mid? So yeah, this is my attacking one. I've got 
And this is a nice kind of storyline. Like Vicario, who I wasn't sure on. Last season, when we did the floppies, I came for one guy called Lucas Bacatar. Oh, he's so good. And now I'm fully one round. I think he is such an outrageous baller. And um, yeah, he is my player of the season for attacking mids. I think if James Madison was fit, it'd be James Madison. Yeah, that's, that's the caveat here, isn't it? James Madison, but had he not been injured, Bacatar, would have been... What a player, man. Been far so away. good. And him and Kudus have got this sexy little partnership going at the moment that are going to take West Ham quite far, I think. If they can keep Mate, hold Kudus of them has two. got so many returns and he's only just like joined them. Just got the team, and yeah. And but... is now playing this sort of left midfield role, which yeah, is really so, nice I to think see. I, saw him I don't Emerson, know if it's don't still they? up they to date like a... now, but there was a period where of West Ham's last five goals, Pakatari has assisted them all. It's nuts. And yeah, he's just flourishing. I think now that Declan Rice has left, he's kind of taken that like main man mantle and yeah he's just so good yeah I think for me I, he's I watch him and there's a few players in the Premier League where they get the ball and their passing is is like a, a level above everyone else on the pitch I, I look yeah. at him Bruno Fernandes as well I look at he finds passes that a lot and other people playing uh, Martin Odegaard uh, Bakayo Saka as well I, I think does it a lot and then Big Kev uh, Kev and Trent so yeah, a few yeah. of those players that passing is just outrageous and Luke's back to off its mould. He's so good. Yeah, he's flourishing right now and I apologise for slandering you. Yeah. Maybe that's what made you so good. Maybe he me, watched this. Me, thought, yeah, yeah, me in your case. But I, I thought he was good last season. So, mm. um, I'll go with my cam then. Yeah, hit me. So I've got um, my three at the back, my two DMs and my cam. My cam is John McGinn. Aston Villa. Aston I think Villa, he's Aston so Villa, good. Aston Villa. Do we have Work to course. talk about Aston Villa though? Was that two? Is that two? Two L's in a row? Nah, they drew against uh, Sheffield United. But, oh, uh, that was it, yeah. That felt, that feels like feels a loss. Like a loss. And then like a loss. the Man United one, that is a fucking story in its own. Man United were good talking about, We'll do like a festive period roundup. Wasn't wasn't a dominant performance, but they were good in the second half. Really yeah, good. Marcus Rashford had a good game. But yeah, Aston Villa, they uh, ignoring the recent run of fixtures. They're, they're a good side. And John McGinn, that kind of centre mid, mid area of John McGinn, Kamara and Douglas Louise is quality. Yeah, uh, John McGinn is just a workhorse, but he chips in. He's, he started chipping in with some more uh, goal contributions, which is brilliant winner to see. against Arsenal. Yeah, he's, I just like him a lot. I yeah. think there's, that's all that needs to be said. He just he, If you watch him, you'll know. I was saying this yesterday when we were watching the Boxing Day football with the fam. Um, and Aston Villa were tuning up against Man United. And I was saying... How are Man United, like the board or whoever makes the transfers, not just looking at this Aston Villa team? And, and we say this on the part. I just be like, 50 it, million, it is 50 million, million McGinn, yeah. is 50 million for Consahis, 80 million for Watkins, and just absolutely but shake they that try, team. They try, uh, they try and do it a little bit when uh, you look back at, uh, they bought uh, Shaw from Southampton. Yeah. That hasn't ever really worked out. They bought uh, Wan-Bissaka from Crystal Palace. That never really worked out. Um, but then you can say the same about them trying these fancy transfers like the Jadon Sancho like the Anthony Varane Hodgland to an extent it's like that's not worked either so you might as well go for like prem proven assets that are doing well so yeah that's one for Man United I think they should strip that Aston Villa team to the bones right what have you got left in your team so I've got my left mid my right mid and then my two strikers right so you might as well do your left and right mid then Left midfield. Okay, left Basically midfield. a left winger. Yeah, okay. And then I'll do my left. Hyunmin Son. Okay. Revitalised season for me. Yeah, I, I agree. think he's been really good. I don't think he's actually been the best player in the Spurs team. No, neither do I. That's but why he's, he's doing team. what he needs to do for me. When I told my brother my left winger, he was like, how have you not got Son? And I agree. Son has, like I was saying with, um, it was I was saying about Pakitar when um, Declan Rice left. 
now that Harry Kane's left Spurs, Son has taken that main man mantle on his shoulders. And I he's think doing he's well with captaining it. the team very well. Yeah, he's doing well with it. Um, and I'm seeing a different side to his game that we haven't seen for a couple of seasons. I don't want to say my left winger because it's not really a left winger, so you might get on my case. I've gone Ollie Watkins at left wing. I'd be cool for him to play left wing for England. Well, there we go. That's why he's my left winger. Because um, <laughs> I said that. One of the most prolific goal scorers in the Premier League. Nine goals, six assists. I said in the podcast not too recently that Aston Villa are too reliant on Ollie Watkins. And I had so many Aston Villa fans come for me. Suck all your mums. Um, um, I mean, he didn't score yesterday. Lost. Exactly. So it'd be what it'd be. I think he is... There's a lot of good players in the Aston Villa team, but he is the main man. He is, yeah, just so good. He's taken it up a level under Emery. And maybe it's a disservice to put him in the left wing because what's doing him so well is playing exclusively as a striker and not doing the, mm. the wide areas. But yeah, he's my left winger. Yeah, I've got him playing up front, so I cool. might as well pull that out. Yeah, so left wing, left mid, I've got Son. And then up top, I've got Watkins. On the other wing... Yeah, who got in the other wing? Mo Salah. It's got to be Mo Salah. Nope, disagree, but tell me why. It's got to be Mo Salah. Just, he is goals. He is the consistent factor in that Liverpool team. Every Three. week, you don't know who's going to turn up for them, whether they have a really good defensive performance, whether Sabozlai plays really well, whether Trent has a really good game, whether Nunez or Diaz or Jota has a good game. But every week, you'd be pretty well done to put your house on it because Mo Salah will score a goal. Yeah, he scores goals and he contributes a lot more than just his the numbers on the paper. Does he though? He does. He's such he's such a nightmare. Like teams are like scared yeah. to play him. He was getting doubled up on in that Arsenal game a lot. Yeah, and well, still, he had to because Zinchenko, Zinchenko had a howler. Shit, yeah, yeah. Like do you know what I mean? He he gives he just is for me perhaps the best player in the Premier League. Ooh, okay, I'll hit you with my right winger. And this could be the cold talking and like my brain's not really processing things properly. Jared Bowen. I like Jared Bowen a lot. 11 Premier League goals. That's one behind Mo Salah. Yeah. And is 11 goals for West Ham more impressive than 12 goals for Liverpool? Because I think it might be. Um, I think Jared Bowen has been under the radar. Didn't they as one... 5 0. Oh, West Ham. Yeah, what's that yeah. going to do with anything? Yeah, I guess Liverpool didn't. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. what you want about. But um, um, I think Jared Bowen has gone under the radar. It's just one of the most consistent players in the Premier League since he signed for West Ham. I think I've, he's just like... When he's played alongside Mikel Antonio, he's struggled because Mikel Antonio... Doesn't do anything. Isn't very good, let's be honest. But now that Jared Bowen has taken the mantle as like the front line and he got behind him Kudus, Pakatar... I don't know Ben Rama or I don't know James Ward Prowse playing to him and to his strengths. He's so good. Yeah, I actually really like a little bit of what Moisey's building there. Yeah, I think defensively they could leave a little bit to be desired. Yeah, I think Suchek is not the one anymore. Yeah, I agree. He had one good season, but Jared Bowen, I think, so good and yeah, did me personally to not include Saka or Salah. I thought you were going to go Saka. Nah, but do you know what? He's, he's, Saka's Saka's, he's, not, he's not even having a bad season. Nah, yeah. That's, that goes to show how good he is. I think what five goals, six assists. But it's pretty solid. I haven't seen him as electric as Arsenal. But, they're but, doing but one of those things. Which you we don't want him to be the carry the weight. 
Don't get carried away. We spread it so much that no one's doing mad. Like Martinelli's not really had a good season by his numbers, but that's you watch him play. Actually, pretty poor, yeah. But he's still playing well. Yeah, 100%. like do you know what I mean? It, the that is that's almost testament to how good of a job Mikel Arteta's doing. Indeed, right. Hit me with your final striker, Erling Haaland. Disagree, Erling Haaland. <laughs> he's been, he's had an absolutely shocking season. And he's still top. And yeah. City have been really poor, way below their standards. And he's still top of the goal scoring charts. He's a freak. He is a freak. He is a freak. But I'll pose you another question. Is 12 goals for Bournemouth oh, Dom better than 14 goals for Man City? I like Dom Because Solanke it is a lot. for me. Dom Solanke, what a player. I like him so much. I, I've wanted him to do so well for he so is, long. Yeah, he's, he's been absolutely slapped with injuries in his history and kind of just been bouncing from team to team. But now he's found a home at Bournemouth and a, oh, a manager yeah. in the Rayola that kind of they're, very they're much plays so well. to his strengths, attacking football. He is such a handful at They cut through teams like butter sometimes. They could be the Brighton of this season. 100%. And Brighton I just think he has taken his game up to a next level and... That's why teams are looking at him. I think Arsenal are looking at him. I've seen Chelsea look at him again. So, he he has taken his game up to another level. And I'll pose it to you, the people in the comments. Get in the comments, please. Is 12 goals for Bournemouth more impressive than 14 for Man City? And I know Man City have got games in hand because they went to the Club World Cup and stuff. But, yeah, talk to me. I think, yeah. Yeah, but Bournemouth are good, though. That's like You say 12 goals for Bournemouth, but they're good. Yeah, I mean, they're, I they're the best, most informed team in the Premier League, no? Yeah, maybe. So, yeah, really good roundup. So, run us through your team, Roz. Right. In goal, I've got, is it Guilherme? Guilherme Vicario from Spurs. Guilherme Vicario. And I'll finish off the Spurs. Right back, Pedro Porro. Left back, Destiny Odogi. And then in the Spurs sandwich, we've got two Arsenal boys in Saliba and Gabriel. That's a nice little... And then finishing that spine, Declan Rice. Yep, yep. Outrageous player. And then midfield of Douglas Louise and Pakatar. Nice Brazilian chemistry there. And then up front, we've got Bowen on the right, Watkins on the left, and Dom Solanke. That's an all-English front three. That's nice. How we like That's it. That's how we should line up in the <laughs> Come on. I've got um, Allison in goal. Conserva and Dyke Saliba as a back three. That's kind of naughty, that. Um, then Rice and Douglas Louise as my two holding midfielders, with McGinn um, sitting just in front of them. And then I've got goals galore here. I've got Salah's <laughs> son as my wide players and then Harlan and Watkins lining up leading the front line <laughs> how many goals is that that's that got to be goals. that's nuts one player I wanted to include as like a outside shout Jared Branthwaite Branthwaite yeah He's what been a really player good. he was close to taking my Gabriel spot about Yelenko as well uh, Emmy Martinez maybe for goalkeeper let us um, know who would you have in your team of the season let us know in the comments yeah maybe Kudus Goodness, what a player, yeah. Yeah, a few, there's been a few. Apart from Haaland, we've got no Man City players. Is that interesting? What I do you think, think just, that? I think it just speaks volumes about how poor they've been this season. Yeah. And like the, only may continue. the only one that would be close is probably Rodri. And he's getting yeah. outshunned by Declan Rice. And Dogs Louise. So it'd be what it'd be. It is what it is. Guys, thank you very much for watching. Leave some comments below. Who have we missed out? Who should we have included in our teams? Cheeky little Christmas special. Hope Christmas you enjoyed. Special, yeah. And yeah, enjoy the rest of the football. We've still got more festive football coming up. And uh, if we'll we don't see you before... See, yeah, we'll see you after New Year's. Have a great New Year, guys. It's been Board Drawn. And it's live. Happy New Year.